0: Hello and welcome to the Plant School Podcast. I'm Rachel Tenney, and here we learn all about plants, how they work, how to care for them, and it's all taught in a way that anyone, from beginner to expert, can listen to, understand, and enjoy. So I hope that you will join me in plant school. Hello and welcome to the plant school podcast as you can see for this week's episode we are doing the top 10 pink plants and why are we doing this well first reason pink plants are cool at least i think they are i hope that you feel the same way and then also this is kind of like a celebratory episode because i am having a baby girl and this is kind of just like a celebration of that at least i'm hoping that she's here by the time this episode comes out because if not Well actually there is no if not. It is not physically possible for me not to have had this baby by the time this episode comes out. So this is kind of just based on my personal opinion. There's no particular order to how I list these. I actually don't own a whole lot of pink plants but I'm excited to get more especially after doing this episode. There are some really beautiful ones and there's one in particular that I really want to get. I think I'm going to get it before this baby comes just as a present to myself for going through what I've gone through for nine months. But anyways, before I start going into these plants, these top 10 pink plants, I want to say that to keep a pink plant pink, you need to be giving them adequate sun. If you take any of these plants and you put them in a darker area, they are likely to lose a lot of their color, their kind of their personality this is very similar to how your average variegated plant acts. If it doesn't get enough sun, it will start to revert back to its solid green form. And this doesn't happen all the time, but for the most part, this is what will happen. So make sure with all of these plants, give them adequate sun is my number one tip before we dive in. All right, so number one to start off is the pink princess philodendron. I feel like this is maybe the most quintessential pink plant out there. And with all these plants I'm going to list off, I'm going to describe them for you, tell you if they're hard or easy to care for, and then the average cost. So quick little synopsis of them. So the pink princess philodendron It's this slower-growing hybrid philodendron. It has heart-shaped leaves with dark purple or green, and it has pink variegation on them. And like I mentioned earlier, this plant is going to stay pink with adequate sun, so it needs bright and direct sunlight. Like most philodendrons, this plant is easy to care for. As long as you give them plenty of light, humidity, and consistent watering, the average cost for a small size plant, it's about 40 to 90 Since they are slowly becoming more affordable, that price is sure to go down. It's just the supply hasn't quite caught up with the demand. They're still very popular, but kind of still hard to get a hold of. This is actually the only pink plant that I currently own is a pink princess philodendron. Shout out to my friend Chloe. She was on the podcast earlier. She was selling these, she had rooted some cuttings, and so I snagged one from her, drove to her house, picked it up, and yeah, it's the only pink plant I own. It's adorable, I'm really hoping that it can take off, and that I don't kill it, because it is a philodendron, and how hard could it really be? But so far, so good. I need to make a plant shelf in baby girl's room, and maybe I'll start like a pink plant collection. I actually really love this idea. Okay, I'm gonna run with this. I'm going to have to buy some of these ones on my list. But anyways, let's move on to number two, the pink polka dot plant. Scientific name is Hypoestes phylostachia. It has these ovate green leaves, and they're kind of spotted with these rose, pink, or lavender specks on them. They're fairly easy to care for. They really love humidity, so that's like a, a must for these guys whether that's like keeping them around a lot of plants or having it by a humidifier or using a pebble tray they really do well with that extra humidity and they are very affordable small ones are five to fifteen dollars they go up from there but they definitely aren't really expensive number three is the pink nerve plant or Photonia albivenis. this plant is actually very similar to the polka dot plant it has those green leaves and what is pink on them is not specks, but it's actually the veining of the leaf. So they can be pink or more of a reddish color. And like the polka dot plant, they are not very hard to care for, but they do need humidity and they don't do well if they dry out. These guys cost anywhere from $10 to $30. So also a pretty affordable pink plant. Number four is Aglionema Pink, Yamani. And this plant, it's kind of taller. It has these heart-shaped leaves with pink and green ribs and edges. Some of them have more speckly leaves than others. And ag plants are notoriously easy to care for. They're durable. They require really standard houseplant care. Nothing like extra or special. So this one is great if you are wanting one that's not gonna die on you. And they're really pretty. The average cost is around $25 to $75, depending on the size that you are wanting. But this is a great pink plant. Number five is the rose-painted calathea. Scientific name is Calathea rosea picta, rosy. Rosy is its cultivar name. So this plant is a clump forming plant. It has dark green leaves with a pink midrib and it has these beautiful stripes. They're like little streaks and the pattern on them is just really stunning. It looks almost as if someone has come along and just painted this leaf. Probably that's why they call it the rose painted calathea. It is so pretty. Unfortunately, calatheas are notoriously picky, so they're a little bit harder to care for. They like bright indirect light, moist soil, and high humidity. They don't really react well with coldness. The average cost for a rose-painted calathea is from $15 to $50, again, kind of depending on the size and the seller. But this one, so pretty. I, I love calatheas and the way they look. It's just so unfortunate to me that they can be so picky about their environment. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, we're gonna cover the last five pink plants on my list, including the one that I am just in love with and I'm definitely going to buy before this little girl arrives. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? Pink Chaos Coleus. And I was always under the impression that Coleus was more of a landscaping outdoor plant, but apparently you can actually have Coleus inside in your indoor environment. If you don't know anything about Coleus, they are really brightly colored plants. They come in so many beautiful varieties. There's actually this really pretty coleus planting bed that is one of my favorite things to go and see. So me and my family, we like to go on walks around temples out here in Utah. There's a lot of temples for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that church, but I'm a member of it. Anyone can go look at the temple and their grounds, though. And if you are ever in Utah, the Payson Utah Temple In the summertime, we'll usually do coleus beds where it's just their planting beds are full of coleus and they are beautiful because of how brightly colored the coleus is just naturally. And so the fact that I know that I can have coleus in my home was a very exciting thought to me because I've always been obsessed with this coleus bed at the Payson, Utah Temple. So the pink chaos coleus, it has these textured leaves like most coleus does. And the colors on it are green, red, white, as well as pink. And the middle is kind of the pink part. And then it goes out to purple with green edges. They are pretty easy to care for. They do need plenty of bright and direct light, if not direct light, because a lot of these are outdoor plants. They might need to adjust a little bit to that direct light but don't be afraid to put them in a really bright area. And when I was trying to find an average cost for these, it was kind of hard because these plants are generally sold as annuals in nurseries, not as houseplants. So if you're wanting to get one, you might have to wait till like springtime and go to a nursery. Maybe call in an order for pink chaos coleus if you can, but their seeds, you can get those online very easily. They're about five to ten dollars for a pack of seeds. I did find maybe one or two listings for grown plants of pink chaos coleus, and they're around thirty dollars or so. I would assume they would be more affordable though if you got them from your local nursery in springtime. Number seven is Syngonium pink neon, or Syngonium podophyllum neon robusta. So Syngoniums are part of the arrowhead vine family. And so they have these really large heart-shaped leaves and the Syngonium pink neon, their leaves are like completely light colored pink. And it will vine if you don't prune it, but this is like a really striking pink plant just because it's so light pink and it's the entire leaf. They are fairly easy to care for. You just need to prune them to keep them to a manageable size and not go crazy with their vining. When I looked them up, their average cost was around $18 to $50, and it was a very accessible plant to buy online. There were so many listings. A really big contrast from the coleus that we were just talking about. This one, you, you can find most anywhere online. All right, number eight. This is the one I've been so excited for. It's the tricolor stromanth, or stromanth sanguinea tricolor is its scientific name. But I just think it is so freaking pretty. I don't know what it is about it, but it, I just think it's stunning, and that's my personal opinion. So it has these long, skinny leaves and the colors on these leaves are green cream and pink and they kind of are just like these splashes of color on these long skinny leaves almost reminds me of like a stained glass window sort of look so these plants are not hard to care for hallelujah because i want to get one but they do require bright indirect sunlight and they do not like underwatering. So they are ones that really thrive on a consistent watering schedule. The average cost for them is around $20 to $60 for a, a more like small to medium. And you can get some that are pretty big for up to like $80 to $100. But again, these are another one that they are plenteous online and really easy to get a hold of. I don't know about locally. I honestly have never seen one locally. But as far as the online community goes, you can find one for a very decent price. All right, number nine is Philodendron Pink Congo. And I put this on my list, not thinking about it as I was researching. And then I realized my faux pas because this plant is actually not a real pink plant. It was... Uh, A whole big scam targeting rare plant lovers. I don't know if you guys have heard the story about philodendron pink Congo, but I wanted to keep it on my list because it is an interesting story and something to keep in mind when you are buying a variegated plant. First of all, if you're trying to buy a plant that's like blue or something ridiculously crazy, just know that it is probably a scam targeting plant lovers. And the whole scam behind this one was that it was made pink by a chemical alteration and it doesn't produce permanent results. And so, after like six to 12 months, the philodendron pink Congo would revert back to being fully green. And yeah, I guess you could make it pink by getting the chemical and applying it again, but it's just not an authentic pink plant. So, moral of the story, don't buy a philodendron pink Congo. They're actually still out there, which like blows my mind, but they will not stay pink. Use my other nine suggestions. Those are real, I promise. Those are not scams, but just be aware that there is a kind of a big scammy market when it comes to weirdly colored plants, so just make sure to do your research. All right, number 10, my last pink plant is... Another calathea. I'm telling you guys, calatheas are so pretty. I could not resist. So it's a calathea pinstripe. Its scientific name is calathea ornata. It has these large dark green leaves with these small silvery pink veins. It kind of looks like pinstripes since they are such small lines. And they have these beautiful deep purple undersides to their leaves. And Like I mentioned earlier, calatheas, they can be notoriously picky if they don't get enough humidity or if you underwater it. So they are on the harder side to care for. So if you aren't down for a challenge, don't pick a calathea, even though they are pretty. You can go for it if you want to. Do what you want. I think they're beautiful. They're just a little picky. That's all. But their average cost is anywhere from $20 to $50. I feel like I have seen these pink calatheas often, even at like local hardware stores, local nurseries. They're pretty easy to get a hold of because calatheas are so very popular, despite them being such picky plants. And with that, that is my top 10 pink plants. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Maybe you heard one that you're like, you know what? I think I want to try that. I think I want to bring a pink plant into my home. It's a really fun like pop of color to have in your houseplant collection or just in your home in general. I mean, if you guys want to join me, you can get the tricolor stromanth. That was my favorite one. And we can start trying to grow it together. Or maybe you already have a lot of pink plants and you can just add a few from this list. Anyways, I hope that you guys have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to the Plant School Podcast. And I look forward to having you back here for a brand new episode in two weeks thank you so much for being here and for listening to the plant school podcast i hope that you will join me for our next episode and if you would like to support this podcast and keep it going there's a link down in the show notes of this episode where you can donate to this podcast and i really appreciate all that help or you can go to my merch store, which is also linked in the notes of this episode, and you can find some really cool plant-related shirts and stickers. And if you want to support the podcast but spend no money, feel free to share it with a friend, leave a review. All these things greatly help me out and allow me to keep doing this. Again, thank you so much for listening and for being here at the Plant School Podcast.